You're listening to the 123 Show with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Monday afternoon. And I'm super excited to welcome back on the program Nathan Solier, fitness coach from Elite Personal Training. Nate, it's great to speak to you again. How are you doing? Can Hi, you? how are you doing? Oh, yes. I'm doing great. <laughs> That's great. So um, we are streaming onto the Facebook page. Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3 is the page to go to. And today we're talking about stop counting the calories and instead focus on eating good quality food and also a healthy lifestyle to maintain a healthy weight. So, Nathan, is it time that we stopped counting the calories? Oh, the... Counting calories and not counting calories has been the debate over, you know, over the decades. And, um, and there's, there's two sides of the story. Sure, cutting calories will also, will how you lose the weight, but will it keep you healthy? And, you know, that conversation we just had before is, is like your friend who, who ate a Cadbury's bar and, you know, and, and, and drank water and, you know, being able to reduce the calories and lost lots of weight. But the only thing is, is where's the nutrition and where's the minerals and the vitamins and the, and the, you know, and the nutrients and the food to be able to give you whatever all the rest of your body needs. Now it's very, all very fine to say, you know what, I'm just eat, you know, something unhealthy because that's what I love, and you'll drop the weight. But what is it really teaching you? All it's really teaching you is to starve yourself. And when we starve ourselves, is as we actually lose muscle mass at the same time. So it's really important to not only get a wide range of minerals and vitamins and nutrients in your, in your diet for, for the health sake, but it's also really important to make sure it's real food. Now, I, I, I'll, give you, I'll, you know, I'll give you a little scenario. You know, I had this discussion with a good friend of mine who lives in Thailand, and he lives on Thai food. He lives on you know, eating real vegetables, eating, you know, eating you know, just proteins, my point being he's eating real food and the guy is skinny as a rake and the and the thing is is like he eats a lot of food and he doesn't count calories yet the body because it's clean food it's not sprayed with pesticides it's not processed food he's able to digest it and he's able to turn it into muscle a lot more effectively than someone like your friend who who you know decides to eat a cream egg a day and that's all they're going to eat because they're going to just get pushed up against something eventually where you know they're going to go back to what you know what she classifies or he classifies as normal eating and then the weight will come back on again and i've seen it so many times before when people gone on a caloric restricted diet So, yeah, just a little bit of a backstory for, for our listeners. I, off air, I was saying to, to Nate that uh, a, a good friend of mine, she counted calories all the time. And in order to lose weight, all she did have was was a Cadbury's cream egg. And I think it was a bottle of Coke. And yes, the, it doesn't sound healthy at all. But for some strange reason, the weight really dropped off. And and the reason it dropped off was because of the restricted calorie. So And, and like you said, it because of the restricted calorie that the weight loss but then there was no minerals there was nothing healthy going into the the body but why are we so obsessed with sort of uh counting the calories where did this concept come from and how can we make that shift in mindset that actually like your friend you know you can eat whatever you want as long as it's healthy proteins a lot of veg that will also um that will also get you the the, the ideal healthy weight how do we shift that mindset 
Yeah, it's 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 a really difficult one to do because you know once you get in this roller coaster of calorie counting, um, it's really hard to get off that roller coaster because you know it's so addictive. You know you'll see that you'll get weight loss, but the problem is is that your body still requires a certain amount of muscle, a certain amount of bone mass, it's still a certain amount. You know it it, it requires a certain amount of calories to be able to function every day. And whether that's, you know, whether that's 1,500 calories or 2,500 calories, you need to be able to function. Now, what caloric-restricted diet does is, is, of course, it restricts the amount of food that your body has, and so your muscle starts to deteriorate. Your metabolism is your muscle. Mm. And if your muscle is starting to shrink, then what happens is you, you weigh less on the scales. You also decrease your body fat, which is, of course, a plus as well. But the problem is, is you're turning your car from a car that, that consumes 1,500 calories down to a car that has 1,200 calories. And, and I don't know if you've ever seen how, many, how much food you, know, you can have in, in 1,200 calories. And, and if you're getting a wide variety of diet, it's not a lot. 1,500 calories to 2,000 calories is generally the, you know, the benchmark where people want to be able to maintain uh, or, or gain muscle you know, in that period of, in, in that space. If you're exercising, you definitely need more, um, you're, you'll definitely need more food in your diet. But like I said, you, count, you cannot out-train a bad diet. And I've said this so, so many times before is, is that you know, if you're eating rubbish food or what I call crap diet, carbohydrate rich and processed diet, then you're just going to get yourself pushed into a hole where you're not going to be able to get out of. So when it comes to you know eating, eating and to be able to lose that weight, it's really important to make sure you're eating real food. Because you need amino acids, which is in the proteins. You need um, you need fiber, which is all in the vegetables. And like I said, you need those minerals and nutrients and vitamins to be able to build those organs. And if you're not getting those nutrients, then you're gonna get you're gonna get fall into a, a, a into a hole real quick. Yeah, and and get so stuck in super in important. That, yeah. So rather than focus on calories, focusing on eating real food. And you know what is real food? It's protein, fats, and carbohydrate. What is protein? I always say proteins with eyes. Yeah, and you can get away with vegetarian proteins like nuts, seeds, legumes, and grains. But then when it comes to the you know fats, is also making sure it's good quality fat. So if you're cooking with you know with vegetable oil then the vegetable oil will spoil very easily and it will actually go into our bodies and store as body fat. But if you're eating clean oils, clean oils, what I'm talking about is, uh, is, is saturated fat like butter and ghee. You can cook with that because it's a very stable fat. You have monounsaturated fat, which generally with this like olive oil and avocado oil, you know, we, we do cook with it. But the thing is, is with, um, with those sort of things, you want to cook it on a medium heat, not at a high heat because it does spoil. And vegetable fat, we get a lot of vegetable fat in the vegetables we eat. So really focus on getting more vegetables in your diet. The fiber is super important. Like if, if you're, I always say, if you're, if you're constipated or you've got diarrhea or you bounce between both, then it's time to change your diet. Super, super time, right? So making sure that, that you know, they're getting that fiber in your diet, getting the right fats in your diet, and getting the right proteins in your diet. And 
I always say if you don't, if you if you feel like you're overeating, try this on. When you have a plate of food, eat slowly. Chew your food until it's liquid. If you can eat your food and take 20 minutes to eat food, which you know the majority of us don't eat that slow. But if you can eat to 20 minutes, you will find your body will say, oh, I'm full, as opposed to if we gobble down the whole plate without having that 20-minute you know, time to, to digest our food, you'll find that you'll overeat. Yeah. Um, so there, there are ways to be able to actually not cheat the system, but to actually tell your body when you're, when you're actually full. So, um, and, and it's also that, that point, you mentioned a really good point just now, eating slowly, having that mindfulness when you, when, when you eat. And also another really good point is drinking water, but not right before your meal, but having it about half an hour before your meal. Because a lot of the times w- when we're reaching for the snacks, we're actually, hu- we're actually thirsty because your, 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 your body actually can't tell whether you're really thirsty or really hungry. So a lot of the times you should have some water half an hour. I remember you taught me that taught us that um drinking half an hour before you actually eat a meal and also eating fruits before your dinner this will also kickstart the process of digestion a lot of the oh, times people good. say that's eat really fruit after you, yeah go on apple or mango is a great way of getting your juices going in your stomach you can even and if you feel like you know you're having too much sugar what you can even do is have fermented foods you know, you can have a little bit of kimchi beforehand yes. or you can have some sauerkraut or even having some kombucha. One of the things that I've been having before my meals to help with my digestion is a teaspoon of um, uh, apple cider vinegar. Yes, that's right. So that's really and the mention about the water before is a great one because what we tend to do is, is if, if, you're, if you're not having enough water, you will be hungry and the water and the, and the hunger is on the same level. So making sure that if you have that water beforehand, you'll actually find that you won't eat as much anyway. Like I said, it's not really about the calorie counting, but it's really about how feeling that satiated feeling that we have after our food. So that way, you know, we, we're, we're still getting the, the right dietary requirements through those fats and proteins and carbs, but also making sure that we're not overeating because we're taking shorter time to eat. We're getting... Um, uh, we're getting the required water into our diet as well. Yeah. Nathan, do you ever have clients who are sort of doing both? They're, they're, they're training hard and, and they're trying to lose weight and they're also eating so so little that they actually end up feeling lethargic. And maybe it's a combination of not eating the right food, but they're actively trying to cut their calories so much. They're so conscious about counting their calories that they're not eating so much that they actually, it impacts their workout ability. And also they feel tired and they, you know, then unable to, to uh, you know, work effectively. Work yeah, out and effectively. that's uh, the downside of caloric restriction is, is that you don't feel like exercising or you cannot exercise as hard as you as you could if you had the right amount of food. So it's super important to be able to make sure that you're having, you know, quality food. Here's another tip for when you work out is, is actually making sure that you have something before you eat. And they say it's six grams of protein and 36 grams of carbohydrates. So that would be a simple like a, a boiled egg 
and a banana. Mm-hmm. And that would be an easy one that you can have before your workout. And then having a, uh, a protein-based meal after your workout will also you know, replenish the muscles and grow those muscles. Because it's really easy for people to sort of look at the scales. And if the scales are dropping, they go, yay, I'm winning. But what sort of weight are you dropping? Are you dropping body fat or are you dropping muscle? muscle. Yes. If, you are doing, if you are doing a calorie-restricted diet, odds on you'll be wasting your muscle mass. And your muscle mass is your metabolism. If when you, when you go back to, and it happens, as you'll go back to your normal eating again, you'll gain that weight back, but it'll be body fat you gain back, not muscle. So we've got to make sure that we continue to keep growing our muscle so that way it keeps, I call like it's a fire. And if you keep that fire red hot, it'll keep burning the fuel that you put in your body and it'll keep reducing your body fat too. Yeah, that's a really good point. And and that's a really good topic also for another day. Why people are so afraid of putting on muscle. A lot of times people will say lose weight. Um but people often don't want to bulk up and muscle because we, there's such an ingrained mindset of when you put on muscle it's like big bulky, but actually that's not true. You can have, you know, toned arms and toned um legs it, without being it takes something super it, you you have to be super dedicated <laughs> to, to gain <laughs> You know, this big, bulky, bodybuilding look that you have. And, and even with age as well, because, you know, the older you are, the harder it is to become, to, to gain muscle mass. The thinner you are, as in, which is most of the Chinese culture, is, is uh, not culture, but the, 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 the Chinese uh, uh, population, they're very skin bo- skinny boned. Yes. They're very thin, you know, thin through their arms and through through their neck. They have very little muscle. And so, Yes, you will look skinny, but what we call is skinny fat. And if you're skinny fat, then you know you struggle to be able to keep, um, you know, you'll be able to keep your 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 posture up. You can't really function, you know, do do sports or, or do something functional. So, and and you get sick a lot more when you're skinny fat as well. So. Even though um, you know, even though you feel like you're skinny, I highly recommend trying to get some sort of strength training into you, some sort of exercise, so you can maintain your muscle. And like I said, if you're like that person who is thin boned, then you know you definitely want to be able to get some exercises into you. Even though you may not feel like it or look like it, it'll benefit you in the long run. Yes, um, please do join our conversation on Facebook, Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3. It is the page to go to. Uh, Betty writes in to say, natural and whole food is the key. And she says, I am proof. Betty, we've got to get you on the program. She's uh, gone through an incredible, uh, Betty Grissoni has gone through an incredible transformation and has really embraced this lifestyle. But yeah, to, to Betty's point, whole and natural food is really the key. But we have it so ingrained in us that we want something quick like you said processed food or or i don't know when we're in a hurry we'll, we'll buy a quick sandwich that's maybe on white bread and that's processed food um and and it's really about um being more mindful of how you plan your meals as well putting in more effort maybe cooking over the weekend and and freezing a freezing it in batch and being it's just about changing our way of life if we want to maintain a healthier lifestyle and a healthier weight I mean, if it was Thank that you, easy, thin and healthy, and and you know, and 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 
all of these things that we do at health and fitness. So it does take something to be able to plan. And one of the things that I do recommend is, is making sure that you are, when you, you've got your pantry full of healthy food and healthy snacks, stuff that you can put together in five to 10 minutes. So that way it's very, very easy. Like something over the weekend, you know, my kids were starving. So we had some fresh hummus made and we had carrot sticks and we were using carrot sticks and cucumber as a treat before we had food. So, you know, there's ways of being able to get around this. It's just got to be organized and planned. And, it, and it, you know, even though it, it, it may sound like a, a lot of work, once you create that habit, it's not so much work. You know, when you go past the supermarket, you can go and grab some healthy food, take it home, put it in the fridge, and then use that as snacks during the day. So there's so Absolutely. Betty writes in and she says, a nice apple is perfectly packaged quick snack. And it's true. I found that during the whole COVID-19, I was reaching for more crisps and biscuits because I was so bored. I wasn't going out for my, you know, nightly walks or what have you. And then just the quick mindset of reaching for an apple or reaching for the carrots and snacking on those healthier alternatives and making those things available at home. And a lot of times we don't really have like a whole bunch of fresh fruits and veg available at home, but it's good to stock that up in your house instead of uh, cookies or chocolate or crisps or whatever people do. Yeah, well, like I tell everyone, it's it's an 80-20 rule. If you're eating 80% of the time real food, then it'll soak up the 20% of, of, you know, eating rubbish food. So that's how you can shop. You know, 80% of your problems should be filled up with real food and then that 20% of the junk food if that's what you want to choose. Yeah. But back to that that thing just before by Peggy, that's exactly it. I mean, you've got to make sure that you – sorry, Betty. You've got to make sure that you're having those, you know, whole foods and, and I would even take it one step further is making sure you know the source of the food and making it as organic as possible. Yeah. Wow. Food for thought, indeed. So it does come down to, you know, you are what you eat. It comes down to that. Of course, exercise and staying active is also a key part of of the lifestyle, but really eating clean and eating well and putting the right sort of food um, fuel into our engine is is the ultimate uh, sort of goal also. Nathan, as usual, it's such a pleasure to, to have you sharing. Remind our listeners once again, have you got a website or a Facebook page that we can find you on. Yeah, you can go to Elite Personal Training, which is on Facebook, or you can go to Elite PT Studio on Instagram. Or if you want some videos and some nutrition and lifestyle tips that I have, go to my YouTube channel, which is Elite Personal Training Hong Kong. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for your time today, and I look forward to more chats with you uh, next week as well. Thank you very much indeed, Nathan Solier.